0: Oh, how fantastic is that? How fantastic is that? Just the freedom, just the joy of of being, the joy of the body, the joy of just letting go. We are here studying the chakras. If you're new here, you must be going, oh my God, what is this place? (laughs) Last week, we studied the root chakra. And we talked about how the root chakra grounds us and brings our spirit into the physical world. And it also holds our tribal agreements, our family agreements. And um, what, what, whatever a family was believing and thinking between the womb and two years old, we absorbed. And we use the root chakra as the place to cleanse that and free us from whatever tribal agreements keep us back, and many of them do. And I also honored you for being a member of your tribe, your family system, that's on the cutting edge of going out and bringing new ideas back to the family. And our job is to love our family, not to relinquish them or leave them, but to find the love of spirit that will bring us home. Because as we talked about, there's no place like home, and home is inside of us. So that's what we focused on last week. This week, the sacral chakra which is, as I said, the orange, is aligned with the toddler years. And the toddler years are when we begin to wake up to our sexuality. We discover we have a body. We discover that touching our body feels good. We discover that we're separate from people. We start to um, know other and discern very clearly um, who we are in relationship to what the world is around us. And we make a lot of decisions during that time, specifically around our sexuality, around our choices, around our freedom to be creative. You know, the time of the terrible twos, is really the time of the, the, the soul of you saying, I'm here, I'm here to be me, and you want to touch everything and taste it all, and you want to get yourself into whatever it is, and it's messy, and it's out of control, and, and the parents are running around trying to keep everything safe and everything above reach because it's that powerful time where you're like, I'm in my body, I'm powerful, I am here, and it's a magnificent time. For many of us, though, it also became a time where we started to get very controlled, where we started to feel um, it, in response to what was coming at us that something was wrong, that enjoying our bodies wasn't okay. We started to get those looks from our parents or perhaps disciplined, um, disciplinary actions that made us know that something wasn't okay about our freedom, about what we're doing, about who we are. And so, although it's the time of that explosive, creative, powerful energy um, for you to awaken to it, it also, for many of us, became the time where the society, our families, and our religions domesticated us in that particular power center. Because here's the truth it is powerful. The second chakra is so creative, it is the explosion of life, it is the passion it is the sensuality, it is the abandonment, it is the part that just takes us beyond ourselves and just lets us just go into, um, just just beyond our our, our realms of being and thinking, takes us out of our minds, it takes us out of our minds, and that is a threat, and that was a threat to society, and so Centuries ago, religions and society, but let's focus on religions because we're in a spiritual gathering this morning, religions took it upon themselves to control that to tell people what they could and couldn't do with their power. They, they put shame and guilt over it. They put rules and regulations. So here are these very young, now let's move up to the time of awakening to our adult self, that pu- puberty time of life when the body is shifting and opening and expanding into a whole new way of experiencing itself. And the, the, the religious organizations and the ways of the world and the family systems really put a vice on that. They clamped it down. And, you know, the part of your mind would be going, well, rightfully so. But, but the mind or the, the human part says, well, we'll just go crazy. The truth of the matter is there's a whole other option. We could have got to know that power, be in relationship with that power, and be taught how to be responsible about it, able to respond with it, able to enjoy. Of course, some management of it is necessary as we're growing into it. But the way, at least how I was raised, was to clamp it down, put it in a box, Don't talk about it at all and feel like there's something wrong with you. That was my experience of awakening and and this second chakra area. And I think many of ours, we've kind of stumbled upon finding our way into this energy field versus having um, adults and religious leaders and school systems really um, help us understand and enjoy the deliciousness of it now we found some acceptable ways to express our creativity maybe you could take dance class or or be in an art expression or or some sports or you found some way to use the energy in a creative way that was socially acceptable but it still remained boxed it remained very controlled you know i was in um, san francisco this week and talk about second chakra freedom it was it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful i wasn't there for very long But last night with a couple of friends, just went down to the Castro, um, which um, is just gorgeous. I I said earlier, I said it's the gay area of San Francisco, but, well, everything is gay in San Francisco, but everything is beyond that. Everything is transcendent of that. It's not even about gay. It's just Castro. It's just beautiful. It's everyone free and people wearing who they are and being who they are and and just so magnificent. And here I am in my little Midwestern Banana Republic black and khaki. (laughs) You know, we're very buttoned up here. We're very controlled. We, we have rules, and if we go outside of them, we're weird. We're unacceptable. There, weird is unacceptable. It's so beautiful and free. It made me think, who who could I have been if I would have put myself in this environment? What would have opened up inside of me? What would I wear? What would I be interested in? What What would be possible for me if I didn't... Um, do the Midwestern, put a picket fence around it and make it neat and tidy. Um, Not that that's wrong. There's beauty in it. There's beauty in who we are. But let's just take a moment and explore what got boxed up, what part of your passion, what part of your creativity, what part of your power got boxed up and put away because the society, the religion, someone said this is wrong and dangerous. They told us how to use it, when to use it. They said only a man and woman can do it together. Some said you could only do it to procreate. Some said you could. And then they told you the only way is you could do it. I mean, religions got really weird about getting into our bedrooms and getting into the sacral chakra area and controlling it because it threatened them. Your freedom, your power, your magnificence threatens society. It threatens the constructs that have been built to keep everyone in control. And control... Is what we learned. We learned to control ourselves. We learned to keep everything neat and tidy. We learned to use our creative power and energy to be, keep it managed so that it was presentable. You could get a little side splurt here and there, maybe, but that's about it. But bring it back in. We control all of this precious power because it became a threat even to us. What would we do? Would we run crazy naked down the street? Would we, would we blow things? Who knows what we would do? Who knows what we would do? And the fear. What I'm certain of, though, is if we would let it express itself, that we're not absent wisdom. We're not absent self-care. We might go a little goofy because you need to go a little goofy because you were so controlled. But once you sort of get that out a little bit, I really do imagine just a nice energetic flow, and the question of who would you be. Free of control, divine curiosity is awakened. Suddenly, you're very interested in how powerful you are. You're interested in how you feel, how your body feels. You're interested in relationship to other people and what occurs inside of you in relationship to other people. Divine curiosity has an opening that doesn't say control this. It says, let me see what this is about. And it doesn't exclude self-care, and it doesn't, doesn't make you go into wild abandonment unless you want to, unless you should, but it, it really just opens you up to become expanded. Expanded is what's possible inside this second chakra. You know, I imagine the Big Bang, if I can say it this way, please. Um, I imagine the Big Bang as one just cosmic explosive orgasm And the whole universe just was in absolute joy, absolute joy. And then all of creation keeps repeating itself. And every time creation occurs, joy explodes. Joy explodes. That's inherent in life. And it's beautiful, and it's necessary. And every time joy explodes in creation, within your mind, within your body temple, within your life, you are connected to the vibration of God that you are. You're connected to the creative flow of of all creativity. All that created, all that is, is what you are touching and feeling and a part of. And to lose yourself for a moment or two to the explosion of joy, inside of creativity, is magnificent. It's magnificent. It's healing. And what I know is when we allow ourselves to take the box off of this, to release ourselves from the control, to let that go, I am absolutely certain that you become more um, magnetic, drawing to yourself your heart's desire, You become more awakened to be prosperous and to allow your your ways of being in the world to bless you and bless others. You become more fully yourself. This whole series, awaken to your magnificence. And this is a key chakra. Each chakra is important, but this chakra has so much power, so much creativity. It's the part that says, stop drawing inside the lines. Who would you be if you didn't have to be what everyone else thought you should? Who would you be if you didn't think, if you didn't have to be what everyone else wanted you to be? That's a really important question. We need to really be with that question to think about that. Oh, that's, that's our homework for this week is to, to, to wear the color orange, to, to, to really ask yourself, how could I at least expand the box you're living in a little bit. If you're not going to blow it wide open, that's fine. But what is possible for you, for us, in our nice little Midwestern box, if we just let more color in, if we let more creativity in, if you let, if you let this, this power lead you into a conversation that you never would have before, would lead you into being curious about someone's life, and stepping into a, into a relationship would lead you into, down a road that you've always wondered what's down there, but you just have to go straight to work every single day. But this day you get to take a little curve because you're just curious. And you get to drive down a different part of the city. You get to explore life. Life is beautiful. Life is creative. Life is so um, impossible really to take in all that is here in the present moment, but to at least Open up a little more. How would you, seriously, how would you dress if there were no rules? I've always thought it fascinating that men aren't the ones that don't, that don't get dresses because I think we could use them more than women for movement's sake. Just think a skirt makes sense. It just makes sense. Not me. <laughs> I mean, if there was that much freedom, imagine a world where everyone dressed from the inside out. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. And if it is exactly how you are, fantastic. I don't mean to make you wrong. I just want to make us curious. I want to ask the question, who would you be? What would be just just adorning this beautiful body temple? When I was in um, ministerial school, I went to um, school with one of my dearest friends. Her name is Karen. And this woman had no problem with the second chakra, no problem whatsoever. She would glitter and do feathers and flowing gowns, and this is just to show up for Tuesday night class. This is not for an event. In fact, I think when there was a big event at Agape and we were supposed to wear white as the the spiritual counselors, she came in a wedding dress. (laughs) Just because why wouldn't she? Because it was there and she wanted to use it again. She was so she's so magnificent, and she made every day her body temple was a work of art, and she dressed it, and she colored it, and she put things on it that made it beautiful. She loved adorning her body like a piece of art, and at first it was you know, the world was like, oh, and this is L.A., and they were still like, whoa. But she walked so freely, she, I, you know, and, and I think that was sort of her screw you to the world, too. There was probably an edge of that in there. But when you got to know her, there was just a magnificent soul in there who just loves life and just loves being beautiful and, and dressing up, and, and, there's, and there's, you never need a special occasion because for her, every single day was a special occasion to be her beautiful self. What, what a magnificent lesson she, she, she brought to me and the, and the people around us. So, the killer of our second chakra, or the, I'll use that word for, since I already did, um, is, is the shame, the shame and the guilt. When that seeps into and shame lives in our finances, not everyone vibrates with shame, but guilt or, or fear or, or um, having to be right things like that, um, but when that takes control in the second chakra, it really wreaks a lot of havoc, and when the second chakra is out of, out of balance, or it's closed up, or it's, it's injured, um, your self-esteem is very low, your sexual energy is either diminished, or it's the opposite, it's explosive and going in all directions, and you don't have any boundaries on it, um, when it's out of balance or wounded, um, your ability to be to communicate clearly is inhibited. Your ability to manifest money, because money lives in the second chakra, becomes hard, becomes challenging. These are some of the negative effects of a closed um, or a uh, imbalanced uh, sacral chakra but a balanced chakra when you take the time to balance this energy to love this orange energy to open it up and to welcome healing into it the way that we did this morning your self esteem lifts up your enjoyment your, your ability to have pleasure not just sexual pleasure just pleasure taste pleasure touch pleasure just to enjoy your body to make to make pleasing choices is heightened your ability to Be more creative and to use your creativity to make a living is enhanced. Your ability to manifest more financial stability lives inside the chakra. When it's balanced, you are able to build a foundation for that. You are able to be magnificently you more and more and more each day. I believe that part of our spiritual growth is to know God more, to understand how the spiritual laws work, and to use them for good, to use them intentionally. I believe our spiritual path is to um, use our words well so that we may create what we want. I also believe that our spiritual path is to allow your magnificent, beautiful self to be fully you. Whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like, with no apologies with no having to defend, with no having to explain or justify, just you being magnificently you. I believe that is part of our awakening to our spirituality. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> so, again, your homework this week is to awaken that chakra. You can still join the morning calls if you want. You can sign up today. We do a morning prayer call Monday through Friday where we'll continue to do meditations on the chakra and prayer for healing and opening. But if you're not a part of that, this whole week, take yourself out. You know, the artist Way has what's called an artist date where you just take yourself out and you just enjoy and explore and do something that you'd never do. Do that this week. Take yourself on an artist date. Take yourself somewhere that's creative and different. Find a way to draw outside the lines in your life, wherever that is. Find a way to explore and activate the power of divine curiosity about yourself and who you are, about others and who they are, and allow that divine curiosity to lead you into some new conversations, to ask questions that you might have been a little afraid to ask, to open doors for you that heretofore would have been closed because you didn't allow yourself to be courageous. All of that lives in this chakra, and it could be a magnificent week for you if you will allow that to occur. So I also want to tell you, just as we're going to go into prayer, but I want to personally invite you um, today to our, um, to our fellow, fellowship forum, Bodhi Fellowship Forum, thank you, I always forget, our, our annual meeting for our community. It is hosted by our core council, which is our board of directors. And the meeting is from 1.30 to 4. And if you come to this meeting, we're going to celebrate um, some of our wins and breakthroughs over the last year, talk about that. We're going to present to you our financial standing and what's occurring there. We're going to talk about the vision of where we're going and how you can be a part of it. And the core council is going to present to you um, what they're working on. And this core council is so magnificent. They are doing work that is going to... Take care of Bodhi for years to come. They are so forward-thinking on what they're creating right now. And it's very inspiring, and it's very important for us. It's very important for this organization. If you're here for a day, a season, or a lifetime, the work that this core is doing right now is really going to make a profound difference for our future in the most magnificent way. So you'll hear about that, and you'll get to meet them, and you'll get your questions answered. So it's our time to be together as a community. So I hope that you will consider coming and joining us for that also. So... All right, take a deep breath and let us move into some wonderful orange yummy prayer. Oh, how good it is to turn within. How good it is to say yes to God. To place my attention back on this magnificent chakra and just feel the vibrant, delicious, luscious, orange light open up. And to say yes to its power, its creativity, to say yes to its passion, to say yes to its unabandoned way of being and, its, and its, its way of loving, its way of being so luscious and inclusive. This is God. God lives inside this magnificent creative power. God is this magnificent creative power. And I am one with that. This power is who and what I am. And as I allow this energy, this grace, this beauty to flow, I know myself as that. Not just me alone. It is each and every one of us. And so I speak this prayer for us, knowing and affirming that shame and guilt is gone around our sexuality, around our power, around our passions, around our creativity. I just deny it. I unplug it. It is no thing. It dissolves into the nothingness from which it came. I call forth that magnificent um, orange chakra energy to heal us, to expand us, to bring to us our heart's desires, to bring to us work that is meaningful and creative and makes a difference in others' lives. I ask that our financial worlds be blessed and healed, that we may experience greater flow and peace, that we may be free of fear in relationship to this thing called money that we really rise up into a whole new relationship with it where we know God is our source in every way, in every way. I bless the creative power that we are, and I welcome the expression that it brings to each of our lives in this week ahead. I welcome the way that divine curiosity leads us into new colors of life, into new ways of being, into new conversations, into trying and different things in being different way, being different ways to the world and within the world. I say yes to all of this. I invite you to take a nice deep breath. Feel the expansion of this possibility. Feel the blessing of this prayer. I know that the law says yes to it. The words are spoken. It's clear. The law doesn't waffle. Neither do these words. This prayer is fulfilled now. This prayer is fulfilled. We have created a new consciousness, a new idea. And we are walking in it now. We are breathing in it now. I declare for us the ability to speak from it, to live from it, to love from it, to enjoy it, to deeply, richly enjoy it. Right here, right now, God is. And this moment is so more than enough. And this prayer is is fulfillment unto itself. So in gratitude, I release it now into the action of the law, knowing that it is done, and together we say, and so it is, and so it shall be.